irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Sorry about that, folks. We usually have a little bit of an intro that goes in there, but um, uh, yeah, we had a little bit of change of an engineer, so that's it's fine. All good. No worries. So, um, well, hello and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey on LA Talk Radio, and uh, we're very happy to be here with you tonight. Um, we have a we have a pretty cool show lined up for you tonight. Um, you know, we usually have a show kind of packed with guests, and it's pretty uh, systematic and this and that. But you know what? Tonight's not going to be systematic. Tonight's kind of going to be hydromatic. Uh, Fly off the seat of our pants here. We do, we do have a couple of people calling in. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, controversial topics that we really uh, have never really gotten into on the show. We pretty much primarily focus on two things, which is beer and uh, porn, uh, which I'm kind of – and a lot of guys out there that listen to the show – um, you know, or follow the show probably aren't going to be too excited about what I'm just about to say, but we're kind of leaning uh, away towards the porn thing. Uh, not because I, it's not that I don't like porn. Don't get me wrong. I love porn, but uh, porn guests are the, probably the most unreliable people. Yeah. I mean, and not, I'm not just talking about like, because they're in porn, but we, we like work with their managers and agents and stuff yeah. like that. And they can't even wrangle these people. Right. Right. I mean, they're they're pretty good at wrangling, you know, come on their face, but they can't wrangle like a simple phone well, call that needs to be made. What's funny is like <laughs> I'm in that business, not the porn business, but like the wrangling. Woo! If my wife was in the porn business, how fucking awesome! I don't think be? I could be in the porn business, but anyway, as long as it wasn't like you know midget porn or um, you know, what do you mean? As long as it wasn't midget or, porn. or Indian guys or something. No, like that. midget porn would be awesome. Well, actually, yeah, midget porn would be awesome. But anyway, but. no, I'm in the business of wrangling people. Like that's like my thing. And uh, if I if they didn't answer for something like this, I would like be on their ass. Yeah, like texting, calling them every two seconds. Like I don't know. But this is probably the seventh or eighth time that yeah we've had like confirmed porn star guests. Oh. We've had. Oh, oh, oh! I think that's I think it's my reverb. I'm sorry about that. We've had confirmed porn star guests, and uh, you know either they don't pick up their phone, or we call them and they get attacked by a tornado in the middle of the phone call, and hang up, or whatever it may be. So we're going right. to get more towards into um, you know beer, obviously, which is what I think most people turn into the show to listen to, listen for to anyway, right? Um, and uh, we're going to get a little bit more topical, which you're going to see in a, in, a, in a little bit here tonight, but. Uh, first of all, let's get to the uh, traditional stuff that we usually do. And uh, Utah, give me two, two beers that is, or tonight I should say two drinks that is, because I am not drinking a beer tonight. And if you listened last week, you'd know why. But I am drinking a very awesome drink for anybody that's doing either a radio show or on a Broadway. Did play I not or- get you a beer? No, no, no. I have a beer. Oh, right I, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such an asshole. Relax, tough guy. I'm OK. OK. Um, I have a um, I have a Red Bull and vodka, which I am drinking, which is the traditional uh, drink of New Jersey, which is very good. And obviously it's waking me up and getting me drunk at the same time. Uh, so it's, it's the closest to uh, doing cocaine and drinking that you can get without doing cocaine. You know, I can't drink those. I get heart palpitations from that shit. 
Does it remind you of the days that you used to uh, snowboard? Used to, yeah, you used to snowboard. No, no, it doesn't. It, but it gives me. It fucks my like. It gives me like a heart thing. Like, well, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there anxiety. that understand because we are in LA talk radio. So I'm sure a lot of people out there in the LA yes, world understand. I'm that. sure they still understand. Um, snow storms. <laughs> of course, we're both drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and Cassie, uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something <clears throat> very special that you can't get in New Jersey that a friend of mine got for me, and it's called War Elephant. Awesome name. And it's by Rushing Duck Brewery out of New York State. And mm-hmm. the can is fucking cool. There's this elephant. Can you guys see this? Can can you see that on there? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me put it into the U-stream It's camera. like a It's like an elephant. No, go ahead. Keep talking. It's like an elephant with an armor on it and shit. So cool looking. And, like, it's a really nice double Sweet IPA. Can. Yeah, it's a cool can. It actually looks like a the, uh, the top of it actually looks like a video game cover. Yeah, it's like a very really cool, cool video looking. game cover. So... That's what I'm drinking. Did you say the ABV or did I, did I totally I missed didn't, that? I think it's like eight something. Eight uh, something. So 8. very 6, good. Eight point six. Yeah. Eight point eight. Eight point six ABV. So which is very very good. Um, and also, folks, every show we play a drinking game. Are you folks listening and uh, watching at home can play along as well. Uh, now we had a lot of uh, thought about this. Kind of changed our mind on the drinking word. Uh, for the night, it was going to be something, but I think we're going to go with the other idea because it goes along with one of our guests. But tonight's drinking word is. Hatchet wound, and uh, I like that word. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I guess an example of hatchet wound was, it, or is, I should say, the first time I took off Cassie's pants, I was very attractive to her hatchet wound. Oh, drink! And Cassie, uh, do you have an example for for the word? Now that we're kind of veering away from the porn stuff. I might not see as many hatchet wounds on our Twitter. Oh, drink! And for those of you that don't get it, if you look at a female's oh, genitalia, yes, um, like it a, looks like a wound from a hatchet. It's like this. Yes. Yes, just like that. So, no, um, as I said that, there's somebody blowing somebody on our Twitter. Well, of Fantastic. course, because we're friends with so many porn stars Ew, and everything. Really? So. Do I really need to see this? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm good. She's not even doing that good of a job. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so... Very very excited about uh, what what is it? It's not next week, but the week after we're gonna we're gonna get uh, new Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It's a week from Sunday, and Game we have the Thrones. Game of Thrones beer too. Yes, and of course, beer drinkers get excited about Game of Thrones because they do come out. Uh, Amagang Brewery comes out with Game of Thrones beers, a, the- a Game of Thrones uh, theme beer. Um, what was it? The first year that came out with it was it the Dragon one? Was the first? No, one, the or? very first one was called the Iron Throne, and it was a blonde ale. Uh-huh. It was so good. That was like the best, one of the best ones. I like that one too. That one came out. Then the we, the year after that, I actually know all these in order off the top of my head because I'm that much of a fucking nerd. The year after that was the Take the Black Stout, which wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Then they had um, the year after that was the Dragons. The Three Dragons. That was my favorite that one. That was really good. The Dragons one was fucking awesome. Um, there was also uh, a, another one in there. Uh, there was a Saison, the, the Raven. Well, what was the one? Three-Eyed the, Raven, which was really good. Was that the one with the wall? Or the, no, the, Take was, the Black was the one with the wall. Take the Black that was, was the one that was not that good. Okay. Three-Eyed Raven was a Saison, which was really good. Mm-hmm. They also have a Valar Magalis, which is like a red, it was like a red ale or mm-hmm. like something we have that sitting over there we haven't drank it yet mm-hmm. um there's the new one out called seven kingdoms which is a hoppy wheat ale mm-hmm. which is supposedly not bad 
Um, and I think that's it. I think that's all they've had so far. But, uh, you know, it's very cool because the show is very popular. And uh, for them to come out with uh, all these beers that go with the show is, uh, is really, really cool. And, of course, we're big fans of the show as well. So I can't wait till it comes back. And I think this season is going to be more exciting than other ones because this isn't a season where you can read ahead. Right. And know what's no going books. on because we, they ran out of books. They ran out of stories. So, so the best, now, they came out with a new trailer, too, like last week or this week past or whatever. And, like, the best part of the whole trailer is, like, Tyrion's, like, I love Tyrion because he's, he's awesome. Is he's this like, a midget? Yeah, Tyrion. He's, like, the best character. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, they're, like, well, how do you know this? And he's, like, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Oh, that's, yeah, like, my life, like, that. that's like, my life, like, uh, motto. <laughs> I'm, like, that's awesome. Like, they should come out with a beer for him. Mm-hmm. And and have it like be like a Scotch ale or something like that because all he does is fucking drink or have those or like little, a barley wine or, or something or like little nips or something like that to go along with his midget character barley wine yeah his little little tiny barley wine or like they should, need to come out with a Hodor beer <clears throat> a Hodor beer <laughs> and it's like a white ale because he's like a albino like giant <laughs> but you just Hodor 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 and then on the back the ingredients just say Hodor Hodor <laughs> just everything on it says Hodor <laughs> right <It's> so awesome. <laughs> But I'm very excited. I, I um, there was actually one scene in the um, in the previews where they ripped uh, Daenerys's clothes off. Um, we have a collar. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. So let's. Uh, as I was talking about ripping Daenerys's clothes off, but uh, instead of that, let's go to the collar and. Uh, oh, you're on drinking dirty in Jersey. She is the worst character in the entire streaming. Oh, is is this Gilk? <laughs> Yes, this is. Hi! Steve from Eldorado. Hello. How's everyone tonight? Uh, Gilk, are you drunk? We're doing really good. (laughs) No. Gilk's like... (laughs) Gilk, did you get stuffed in a locker before you called (laughs) us? Because you sound (laughs) very muffled. (laughs) No, why? Do I sound muffled now? You sound you sound a little bit you better. better but you, not, sound, you sound a little bit okay. better. I didn't hear anything you fucking said. So no, he he said I that said Daenerys, Daenerys, Daenerys is the worst, is the worst character. character on that whole Daenerys storyline. Yeah, really, dude. Yeah, I hate the Bran. Got going Bran flakes. Bran, Bran, Bran. Horrible. No, Bran is pretty bad. I want to punch that kid in the face. Yeah, but how can you not like a broad that tames dragons? I mean, that's yeah. fucking she's awesome. She's hot and she's got dragons. I mean, that's what she's got going. I mean, that's it. No. Yeah, but it's not a simple thing. It's not like she has going for like a fucking uh, like a, a a magic ring. We're talking about dragons. Oh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> We're talking about dragons. I mean, she she commands. Plus, she's like plus she's like like you know like an heir to the fucking throne, isn't she? Yeah, well, yeah. She's she was to be an heir a, a to... product of like uh, a brother and a sister like having sex. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's a product of incest, but they said... There's for, so much incest in that show. I'm totally geeking out right now. Yeah. They actually said that the Targaryens had years of incest, uh, you know, and, and they're yeah. just the children of, uh, of tons incest. of incest. Um, I think once what, in a while... Is, go ahead. I'm sorry, bud. Well, this is my problem with the, the incest thing. Like, they said, like, because I read the books. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And um, <laughs> the dragons ended up having issues because of they were in, they were breeding the dragons together. But the dragons would end up being all like twisted and all like screwed up. Now these Targaryens are all having sex to each other, and they pop out like a freaking runway model. I mean, come on. I mean, like, let's be consistent here, George R. R. Martin, you fat piece of crap, you a hole. To 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 that to argue with that a little bit, um, the uh, the whole reason um, that you know the uh, 
that the rebellion happened is because one of the Targaryens was insane, the Mad King. Yeah, the Mad King. Um, and I'm sure that yeah. was from years of incest. Oh, yeah. Now yeah, you're quiet. Now I made a point, and yeah, now you have nothing to say. <laughs> plus, plus, you know, George R. R. Martin was probably jacking off and was like, oh, it would be awesome. Some 14-year-old white girl with white hair, and she's incest. <laughs> he was probably so into that. Because he's a pervert. It's, everything yeah, about him is this pervert, dude. <laughs> He's like that guy that you see like alone at Burger King yes! for no reason. Oh my yeah. god! Like, and, and you have your kids there, and you're just trying to like have like a nice shitty meal with your kids at Burger King. And every time you look up, he's like looking over, like you know, eating, like, eating, like something. <laughs> like whopper sauce on his face yeah and he always has something weird <laughs> off the menu didn't think exists anymore like the french sandwich like that doesn't exist anymore what the is that french sandwich. there's like a secret pedophile menu that he just <laughs> knows secret pedophile menu. yeah <laughs> what because that's what he looks like he reminds his... me of that guy that's like always alone in the movie theater yeah alone in the movie theater and then when you're there like almost alone he always sits right like, by yeah, you like next to you yeah. and he Ew. makes weird noises when he eats like <laughs> what would you say he's a he looks like a comic, comic book guy he looks like the guy who runs at the comic book store from the simpsons from the simpsons yes. the comic book guy yes just minus the uh the bandana but plus a fucking beret i guarantee he you wears. he's a mouth breather dude probably. Like, probably he just looks like he's a mouth breather he's just like <laughs> he's all fat <laughs> the funny thing is, if you ever go to like, if you ever go to Thailand, there's like a thousand George R. R. Martins running is he around. A Jets fan, Gilk. <laughs> yeah, he is Gilk, a huge it? Jets fan. Ew. He's really a Jets a fan. Jets fan, yeah. yeah oh my god, that says a lot about your team. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, well, but now he lives in like New Mexico in a castle or some shit, right? Yeah. And he was like tweeting about the Jets, and people were like, "Just shut the hell up and write the book before you die." <laughs> he was getting mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he like blogs or tweets about the Jets anymore. <laughs> so I'm not going to die, but you're fat. You're like a freaking God knows what you're having sex with. I mean, Jesus. Ew. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? You know he has a sex bot. He has that much money. He probably bought one of those fucking sex bots. Do you think he actually even did that? I, no, I, he probably had one made like Daenerys. He's probably doing it in the butt Daenerys. all the time. No, I, he's probably like he's probably like that kind of weird guy that like orders like uh, like something weird on eBay. Like, oh, this is a piece of dress that you know, um, I'm you know, I, I don't know that uh, that Jennifer Lawrence wore one time in that middle of a movie, and he like wax off on it or something. Ew! Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like he. Like you know, or he like cut a hole in his mattress and he's doing his mattress. Well, no, nah, I don't think he does. The mad Jesus Christ, that's one fucking spring loaded mattress. <laughs> no, he just looks like he he whacks off to weird porn. Just Ew. just just really. He's weird probably stuff. into like uh, whatever that Japanese animation porn stuff is. Oh yeah, oh, probably because yeah, he's probably. in the fantasy and stuff yeah. like that. But like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like, you know, any kind of like, like, uh, when you think of any watch list and I'm not just talking about a watch list for like pedophilias or a watch list for this or a watch list for that. When you think of any watch list, I picture him right for anything. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Gross. Wh- whether it's a watch list for, you know, little kids or a watch list for somebody who's raping Twinkies. Yeah. Like I'll just picture him as the guy, the number one guy who we're looking out for on the watch list. <laughs> raping Twinkies. <laughs> 
So, Gilk, uh, let's bring up something that, you know, I know you kind of feel strongly about, but, you know, and I, we barely ever talk about it on the show, but let's bring it up today. How do you feel about the uh, election, uh, crazy election that's going on here? I mean, uh, we got some pretty wild, crazy candidates. I mean, who um, who who is uh, your pick? Who's who, who's who's your guy? I like Trump. And you uh, like Trump. my reasoning is, my reasoning is, is, you know, Trump has kind of made billions of dollars by himself. He's built this empire. Mm-hmm. So we get all these lawyers to run the country, and they, they've gotten us what we got today. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think we're done with enough lawyers. Like, you know, we need somebody who's got some balls, because I'm just tired of all this politically correct crap, all the freaking whatever gender bathrooms, and all this shit, like, it's just gotten worse under our current president. I think we need a little politically uncorrectness, a wave of it, to just sweep all this crap away. Because if we had to fight the Nazis today, forget it. The Nazis are going to win. Because we have uh, these friggin' kids today, like, they cry if they don't get, like, 4G LTE service. It's like... No, you're right. No, you're their day. Right. I mean... But don't you think uh, – and I'm, I'm kind of going to play uh, devil's advocate right here and not the pinball game. I mean like really this phrase devil a- devil's advocate. I'm going to play that right here. Like um, I mean don't you think that he's kind of like a little bit over the top and a little bit of uh, – you know, a, a little bit of a racist? I don't think he's a racist at all. I mean to me he's the type of person where he doesn't care what you look like, what, what color you are. If you can get a job done – and at the right price, till he's hiring you. Like he seems like he's he, he's going to get the best people to do the job. Like right now, we get you know Obama will appoint. Just the way the country is right now. Like if you're like a black Asian woman, you're like perfect for them. Like they love these Blasian women because they they fit every they check every box. Like let's get the best people to run the country and to do things instead of. You know, just getting someone based on the color of their skin or their gender, or if they don't know their gender, that's even better nowadays. It's like everybody wants a tranny, like, working for them or something. Like, no, I want right. the best people to do the job. Like, I'm tired of all this crap. And there's psycho killers out there in the Middle East, ISIS, and they're laughing at us. And we need somebody who's got some balls and says what he's on his mind We've got to change the tires <laughs> because I can't take it anymore. I cannot take it. So your political, it. your your kind of political uh, views kind of lay more on like international issues, kind of like you know uh, ISIS and uh, you know the national defense and and stuff like that. So not really more on the economic side of it, but more on the um, you know more on the international you know uh, um, you know uh, protection part of it. I mean, not necessarily. I think, you know, the government's gotten to be so huge. And they have people that, like, study the mating of shrimp. Like, it's, we need someone to go in there and be like, and just fire them all. Like, we don't need the mating of like, shrimp? What? Yeah, the government spent, like, millions, of, it's hundreds of millions of dollars on following the mating practices of, like, shrimp. It's, like, all this ridiculous stuff they do. Like, Trump would, like, somebody like Trump would go in there and be like, well, look, you know, we don't need all this crap anymore. Why don't we just spend money on things that, you know, is worthwhile. How different, though, is, um, but, I mean, like, Trump reminds me of, uh, you know, kind of the opposite view, and I don't agree with um, Obama at all as far as his policy goes. Policies are and stuff like that, I I, I never have, but 
um, isn't kind of like Trump's way of doing something like, oh, I'm not the regular political guy. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm different from regular politician. Isn't that how Obama ran in 08? Yep. He's like, I'm nothing like that. I'm, I'm, I'm my own self. And then as soon as he got in the goddamn office, he became one of the biggest politicians I've ever seen in my right. life. Exactly. So how do, how do you know yeah, Trump's well, Obama not? Was a, I mean, the thing with Obama was he was a career politician. So, I mean, career politician, a career BS or a career liar. I mean, I think Trump is kind of, um, he's a businessman. I mean, when well, you're in yeah. business, like, you know, your word is, if you go back on your word, I mean, enough times you go out of business. Politicians and Obama, Obama was a community want. organizer. He wasn't a businessman. Right. So. No, I yeah. mean, so he's coming from a different world. I mean, this is a guy who, well, Bob, this is a guy who builds things. I mean, like, we need more builders in the world and less, like, destroyers. Like, let's get, build a wall. I don't care. At least build, do something with money. Like, I don't know what they're spending money on now. Like, I don't know. Welfare? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, make sure the bodegas are stocked up on the 1st and 15th. I mean, like, <laughs> let's use, let's, I'd love to see something for the money. Like, yeah, no, I, I hear you. He's traveling all over the world, and he's, like, in China. He goes... For the people he talks to, he's like, do you want to make any money anymore to go to China? I mean, does that right. always come to where you can't make money in a capitalist, supposed free society like China? Right. More free than us? I mean... <laughs> All right. Hey, buddy. I, I got to cut you short. We actually have a guest calling in, but I really appreciate you calling in, man. Um, and uh, I, t- I tend to agree with views, and uh, hopefully... the. You know, things work out that way. We're, we're all happy. But th- thanks a lot, buddy, for calling in, as always. All right, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Enjoy your evening. All right, no problem. Drink Later. on. And, uh, hello, I think we have our guests on the line. Uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, Chris. Hey, Cassie. How you guys doing? Good. Hey. How are you, man? Um, we Good. Really, awesome. We really appreciate you calling in. Um, and this is uh, Stumpy's uh, Hatchet House, uh, which, uh, you know, we, we've been reading up a lot about you guys. And, uh, you guys are actually probably... Uh, one of the most original guests that we've ever yeah, had definitely. on the show. So, um, awesome. you know, we're yeah, we're pretty excited to talk to you. Um, but give thanks, us a little thanks bit. Thanks for of having history. us, man. And thanks for following us uh, on social media and uh, doing your doing the promotion of our business. We really appreciate it. No worries. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, but tell us a little bit of history about Stumpy's Hatchet House, and um, you know, kind of when when did you guys open up and get going? Uh, we literally just opened this week. Uh, nice. this, uh, yeah, man, we're, uh, we're open for business and, uh, we're getting a great response from, uh, from all the local craft breweries, uh, that we're talking to. We're going to do some joint marketing with them. Uh, so the beer lovers, you know, they love us. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of, uh, a lot of good feedback and, uh, a lot of good people coming through the door already. So, uh, had a bunch of folks here tonight and, uh, you know, really Really starting off on a, on a great foot, and uh, I think you guys are uh, definitely a part of that. Cool. So uh, as far as the history goes, you know, uh, we uh, Stumpy was born like two summers ago when we were getting tuned up at a party. It was a Redneck Yacht Club party, and uh, I was the I was the uh, the MC and got the name Stumpy. And it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with any, uh, contrary to what my wife tells me, any appendages or anything. It's, uh, uh-huh. you know, I was, I was dressed up with the, uh, with, I had the mullet wig on, you know, and somehow nice. somebody called me Stumpy and it stuck. And that's basically where the Stumpy's Hatchet House, uh, came out of the folks that we work with on that party. Uh, uh, we came up with this idea and put the business together and, uh, now it's, uh, happening here in Eatontown. 
Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Eatontown. That's right around where I grew up. I actually grew up in, uh, in Neptune City. So, so actually very Oh, close. nice. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just down the road. Awesome. 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 Um, now, uh, what, now explain to us exactly, uh, you know, what, what you, what, what you guys are, like what, what happens when you, I think I, I know you guys are BYOB, uh, but what, what do you actually do when you go into the, to the bar? Okay. So Stumpy's is a indoor hatchet throwing competition venue. Uh, basically you come here and, uh, you know, I bring a bunch of your buddies, you bring your BYOB, um, and you rent a, rent a, uh, target pit and you throw hatchets at targets, uh, for uh, like a two-hour uh, interval, and uh, it's a great place to you know have a special event like a bachelor or bachelorette party. Uh, also, a great place to have uh, like a corporate team building event. Uh, we do uh, divorce and breakup parties, so it's really <laughs> it's really a place to uh, to come and just kind of like let go of your day's frustrations. And there's a great release factor in throwing a hatchet at a target. It's uh, kind of addicting. It's fun, and uh, it's it's really uh, a unique kind of uh, outlet. So, so if you have like a divorce party, do you put a person's face on the target? <laughs> well, you know, you certainly can do that. We're not going to print out the face. You know, if it happens to end up on a target and you're throwing a hatchet at it, well, you know, these things happen. You know, it's, it's all good. You know. <laughs> but uh, just back to your earlier question, you know, this thing was kind of born out of us uh, sitting around in the backyard, you know, drinking too much, splitting wood, splitting up uh, kindling for the uh, for the fire pit, and then we're like, hey, you know, let's throw this hatchet at a tree, you know, and then uh, then that evolved into you know piling up some uh, some logs, actually at a tree that fell in my yard from Sandy, you know, we we're throwing hatchets at that, and then uh, my business partner, who's a master carpenter. Uh, built me this really nice target uh, for the backyard. So then we started inviting people over, and, you know, we were playing games and just, you know, having a good time with it. And we're like, hey, we should turn this into a business. This is, People are loving this. And that's really where, uh, you know, the Hatchet House was born in the backyard. Getting, nice. actually, you know, drinking too much fucking beer is what it was, really. Well, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's how that's things happen, right? born, actually. Um, that's this. <laughs> I actually saw this um, this show. Like I saw one of these weird shows once on cable, where there's this place in uh, Japan where the people go and actually they can throw plates. Like they they can throw the plates at a wall as hard as they can. It's a BYOB just like your bar, but they throw no plates shit. instead of hatchets. Yeah, so it's kind of the same <laughs> idea. But they said that. Uh, in Japan, it's one of the most popular places because people oh, love shit. just to go relieve that stress and just you know be yeah. able to yeah, throw man. something, yeah. break it. it. It is addicting, and once you like, once you get it, there's like there's a finesse to it. There's a little technique to it, and once you like get it, you just want to like improve on it. You want to compete. You want to beat people. It, it it brings out a lot of like raw kind of organic emotions. That, you know, that uh, I think a lot of people are missing are kind of like you know cell phone, you know, tweeting. You know, kind right. of you know society that we're uh, that we're living in. So it's a nice way to kind of throw back to the past and and uh, you know do like the Vikings did back in the day, man. Throw some hatchets. Right. When you ordered so many hatchets for your business, did I uh, throw up a red flag that you were starting to this? You were starting this like weird <laughs> yeah. evil murder club. Or yeah, something? Like, like I was like I was going to be like the next Jeffrey Dahmer or something. I'd be hacking, <laughs> hack, hacking yeah, people so up in my basement or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, uh, actually, uh, didn't get flagged. Got got flagged by the uh, by the credit card company because it was like a weird, you know, 
weird purchase. Why are you why are you you know spending all this money on uh, on a bunch of hatchets? But as far as who we bought it from, you know they they didn't care. So it was all good. Medieval Bird Club. It's a good name for a band. Yeah, that is a good name. There for you a band, go. Medieval there you go. Um, if if somebody gets um gets hit with a hatchet, would they have a hatchet wound? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, they would. But we uh, we go to a lot of lengths to. Um, you know, when you come in, you go uh, into like a little training area where we go over the house rules. Uh, we've got a lot of safety procedures uh, built in. Um, the way we have the pits designed, there's like a safe area where you throw from, and only one person's allowed in there. Of course, they got to, you know, sign to keep the lawyers happy, sign a waiver of liability um, beforehand. And then uh, we have a, a throwing coach that goes in and works with them to get the technique down and get some basics down so that they can, uh, you know, be successful and compete and have a good time. Do you have like a bouncer there in case things out of control? Those like Zelda or something like that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I do. We, we actually, my business partner, uh, his name is tiny. He's, uh, about six, six, uh, I don't know, 200 and you know, 80 some odd pounds. So he's our in-house bouncer. So, uh, you know, if you've met Mark, Mark's like a big, lovable uh harley davidson driving guy that uh nice. that you know doesn't mess around and he'll just give you the evil eye and you'll just know that you're in trouble so right so it's like uh, throwing a throwing a hatchet at him is like throwing like a little like rubber ball on somebody or something like that like so exactly you'll just like brush brush it <laughs> off he's like superman he'll brush it off and just keep coming at you <laughs> now do you guys have any uh food and drinks uh at, at that place or booze or anything or is it just uh is it just byob for everything yeah it's all it's all byob we do have a merch counter in the back where uh okay. yeah we sell some sell some drinks and snacks and stuff uh, but also um as part of um booking event we have options where uh we're working with some local caterers so say you want to have a birthday party you're bringing in like you know whatever 25 of your your closest friends uh uh-huh. you can do a package deal with us um we'll we'll have the food brought in you throw for a couple hours uh, we've got a great vip uh what room what we call the woodshed it's got a mm-hmm. beautiful uh live edge oak counter in it uh we put all the food out there there's a there's seating in there there's a 12 foot uh farm table wow. uh, so you can you can sit there and eat and bounce between there and and throw in hatchets and uh it's really a great place for you know any kind of private party from birthday parties bachelor bachelorette parties corporate team building you know we we can do it all for you so uh so it's awesome. all BYOB you know we don't uh, have a liquor license but you're certainly welcome to bring in uh, your favorite beverage we do have uh ice on hand as well as uh some great galvanized buckets will allow you to put your beer in keep it nice and cold while you're here Wait. That, that that's so awesome that's so awesome now um do you guys have any uh nights and I, I, I knew you guys just opened up but do you have any like special nights or events coming up that you'd like to promote or plug yeah yeah definitely um we have uh what we call a hatchet hour between uh four and six cool. so it's really designed for folks like right after work you're looking to blow off some steam you uh swing by the liquor store grab a 12 pack with some of your buddies come on over for uh for twenty bucks, you can throw uh, hatchets for an hour. It's a great way to kind of get introduced to it, get get your leg up on uh, on your uh, competitors when you come back. You know, you bring your buddies back in a in a couple weeks or whatever, and uh, look, you've already got experience. It's a great way to kind of get introduced to it. So uh, we encourage people to come on down. No reservation or anything required. Just uh, you can go on the website and find our uh, address, which is uh, Twenty Two Meridian um, mm-hmm. Drive, Suite Number Five in the Eaton Town. 
And our mm-hmm. uh, our URL is uh, Stumpy's com, so you can check us out there, and we've got directions and all that good stuff out there as well. Um, no no immediate events, but we are going to have an official grand opening in the next couple weeks. Uh, we're going to get, uh, get a radio station here, do a bunch of media. We're uh, running a grand opening special now of 20% off. So nice. uh, if, you come, if you book online, we have online reservations. Uh, if you book uh, online, we'll give you 20% off uh, when you come in. So Cool. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, man, you, you guys are awesome. I'm, so I'm so glad that we talked to you. Uh, you definitely fit in with uh, you know, the theme of our show, though, so I'm so glad that you yeah. were on. And, uh, I want to go throw some hatchets in Yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh, you Get know, your crew I, I, together and come on over. Yeah, we'll take care of you for sure. Yeah, we, and it, we it's uh, it's it's completely safe. It's completely unique, uh, and it's like I said, it's a, it's an addicting thing. Uh, you know, you get here, we got a cool like like uh, vibe going on. Check out the pictures on the website. Uh, we get a, we got a like a woodsy theme thing going on. It's like you step into another world. You get cool. organic. You throw some hatchets, and you know. Relieve some of that, uh, some of that tension, some of that stress. You know. Nice, nice, awesome, awesome. Just hopefully you don't get hit by one and get a hatchet wound. No. Oh! No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the hatchet wound? Am, am I missing the joke? That's a drinking word. That's a drinking word of the night. So every time the oh, listen, the hatchet wound. Oh, so yeah! now we have to drink. Hold on. Hold on. Let me drink. Hold on. <laughs> all right good hatchet wound all right the drinking yeah! word of the night i missed that <laughs> awesome all right man well thank you very much for calling in man you've been a great guest and we encourage uh our listeners to get down there check you guys out and uh we're gonna get you and we'll get down there real soon man yeah man stumpies check us out uh come down and uh you know join in on the fun and thank you uh chris and cassie for having us on and uh you've now made me convert to uh the dirty drinking jersey folks so keep yes, up the good work yeah. man all drinking right. dirty all right yeah. thanks man. all right man you guys have a good night all right you, you too, too. thanks so uh good bars on the line too oh just, good bars on the line FYI. right now yes and uh hello good bar are you there yes i am here well Barely. all right Hanging so on. All right, so those folks that are listening and haven't listened to the show before, Good Bar's a good buddy of ours. He's been a good buddy of He's uh, a good bar buddy. Of he's ours. he's a good bar buddy. He's been, <laughs> a, he's been a good bar buddy of ours uh for a very long time. Well, yours, yeah. I like pre- over 20 years. He, he's a very uh uh entertaining guest. He he's knowledgeable about lots of things. Um you, you know, uh he, that's why we like having him on. He's knowledgeable about football, he's knowledgeable about Good Bar, you need to come to New Jersey so you can throw hatches this shit. Yeah, did you just hear Wait, that guy that was just on? Wait, what? What? I didn't hear a word of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, our guest that was just on—they have a place where you can you go and you drink beer and you throw hatchets at things. Yeah, it's just fucking a place. awesome. It, it's BYOB. You just go and you throw hatchets at the wall. <laughs> when did that become legal? Because I, I remember having to explain myself more than once to the cops about drinking and throwing hatchets. I guess when you have a place of business that is called a hatchet house, you're allowed to do that. That is freaking. Why didn't I think of that? Right, I know. We uh, I'm going to start the shoot. Like I'm going to start the shoot at Democrat House. <laughs> <laughs> but I do appreciate you calling in. I know. Yeah, you have. Uh, you're sick with hot dog fingers. They have count chocolate yeah. or whatever the hell you have. So, but 
I appreciate you making the effort to um, to call in. But the reason that I um, want you to call in because you are opinionated, and uh, one of the things I said at the beginning of the show is that we are trying to get a little bit more opinionated as far as uh, you know, we're trying to get into more topics, more topical on this show. And we had uh, okay. Gil Connor you wanna, who kind of you want to be an ointment? Is what you're saying? Ointment? Yes, what? ointment. Yes. Yeah, you want to be a topical favorite. ointment. Topical cream. Topical cream every day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, we're, we're trying. We're going to integrate some more. Um, some t- help out a little bit. Top, topical inf- news. Topical news. News so, and news. So we're getting uh, election opinions tonight, and I know that you're very emotional about election opinions. And Gilk was on earlier, and uh, you know he was a big Trump guy, and he said the reason he was a Trump guy is because he's uh, you know his big concern is international um, affairs. Uh, affairs, and you know he wants us to be protected and stuff like that but he really didn't get to the economics but um i kind of know your answer but why don't you tell our audience uh kind of the way you lean politically and who you're going to choose in this election that's coming up well obviously i will vote for anyone not named hillary that's first and foremost yeah she's a um, hatchet wound oh, oh! Yeah. anyway go ahead bernie sanders <laughs> i have a hard time endorsing a guy who was 40 years old until he held a job in the private sector and he wants to talk about the economy and government handouts and everything else, coming from a guy who's never created a job, let alone almost, it took half his life to even have one. We had things called socialists back in World War II. We mounted up as a country to take them out of power. I mean, and it was, it, if we lost lives in the process, it was about the better good. It's uh, not the socialist. Now we got mm-hmm. these millennial fuckcart faggots out there saying, I want free college and ice cream. I want free college and ice cream. The argument that the Republican Party needs to bring up when it comes specifically to Bernie Sanders is if you want free education and you want free health care, we as a country provide that. We always have. It's called join the military and pay your fucking dues. You get all the health care and all the school that you could fucking want. All you have to do is pay it forward. But you get these conscientious objector fucks. Right, like Bernie Sanders, who are who uh, I'm not going to put my life on the line for this country. Oh, but you'll rape it for everything that it offers. That's fucking nice of you. But wasn't no, the, it, it? Isn't one of the misconceptions though? Like everybody's like, "Oh, free college, free college." But the free college that he's talking about isn't it like county and state it is. schools? It's whatever the government chooses. Like it's for not you. like oh, I can go Wait. to Harvard for free. No, I mean it, it's absolutely not. It's, can, can, can you define? Can you define free to me? Because I, well, I, I yeah, that's guess. the other thing. Well, that's yes. the other thing. Somebody's paying for it. I have a rough guess of, of your free. tax bracket. Yeah, your tax Everyone's bracket compared to mine, it. it's much more free to me than it is to you, based off what we're right. going to be paying to put everybody else through it. But again, I mean, you have the GI Bill. You're probably not going to Yale. You're probably not going to Harvard. You're probably not going to any of those. But you can go to any county college. You can go to more like accredited schools than just a county college. Just off the GI Bill, but you get again all these chicken hog chicken shits that don't want don't want to pay it forward. They don't want to do anything. They want everything handed to them. You know, like nowadays, are you kidding me? Are people protesting a school because somebody supports Trump at the school? That's the yeah. future of our nation. Those are the people that are voting for Sanders. Like it's funny how I was watching something yesterday that it said currently, on average, it costs more to put it to put a kid through. Daycare than it does through college. Oh yeah, I, which is I saw amazing. That too. Yeah, which is amazing that college is filled with a bunch of fucking kids at daycare. Well, Safe you know, maybe and fence rooms and. No, but I, and wait, I, let me I, let me I digress know, maybe, one second. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, to actually answer the question that started, 
<laughs> I'm my, I have been behind what well, I was behind Huckabee in the beginning because his traditional American values. No other candidate comes close to the true American values that Huckabee presents. Knew he never had a chance. The guy I liked second was Ben Carson, as an outsider, because it's funny, I hated Obama because he's black, but I like Carson because I don't know what the Democratic argument Did you really hate is. Obama just because he was black? I mean, like, I... I That's I what mean, I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're told so, is not what you believe. He's not really black. But... But no, it's funny because like I had no I had no problem with with Obama being black or half black. I hated his race trading whore mother who happens to be white. So how does that make me a racist? Well, because of what you just said. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty black and white, buddy. <laughs> no pun intended there. <laughs> oh, total pun intended. Black and white. His parents. I mean, no pun intended. Salt and pepper. <laughs> Salt and pepper. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much what you said there. But. You know what? I mean, one of the big things here that, you know, I, I just want to get into is like kids are, you know, the big thing about free college is like, oh, we have these student loans and we can't repay them. Well, maybe if you didn't major in, you know, painting sailboats, you'd be able to get a real job and fucking pay back your student loans. I mean, well, yeah, it's like feminists, if, fem, if feminists want, want to close the gender gap instead of majoring in interpretive poetic dance, try majoring in electronic engineering. Right. You know, or yeah, lesbian portrayals on the silver screen. That's your major. You can get a ma- major, in, major in something. Major in something that you can get into a field like, like accounting, you know, accounting, or you know, accounting gives engineering you engineering will never go away. You can now, get I, I liked now, now Rubio at one point stood a chance. He kind of hung himself, but Rubio to me had the best argument when it came to um, college and high tuitions and everything else, and it got completely overlooked against people who like Bernie, who hasn't presented a plan, Trump, who hasn't presented a plan, Hillary, who is a failed fucking plan. But Rubio was saying, have these companies sponsor students. So the company takes the hit. Like, hey, you want to be an electronic engineer? Fine, we're going to send you to college on our time. And when you, when you graduate, you're going to pay us back directly. There is no student loan. We there are is some companies that future. do that. There's actually, um, there's actually law firms. Yeah, law firms that, do that. Uh, if they like you, they'll pay for your law school, and then they take part of your salary uh, while right. you work it off. Better call some yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, let's say, let, let's say you want to be a cop, uh, and you need you know some sort of general education degree to be a police officer, depending on where you are. Civil Unless you're a local all cop, then all you need to be is a douchebag. So, okay. But I continue. Now, if the police force, like, if you're, if you're a junior in high school, you have good grades, no run-ins with the law, why wouldn't the local police department take a chance to say, hey, we're going to sponsor you through college and give you a job when you get out? That takes away the whole concept of the student loan. No, you're works, right. Then there is right. no loan. You're, you're, you're getting a degree right. in the field that you plan on going into, and you're being sponsored by somebody in that, that field. And we're actually talking about this problem, but it's not really the bigger problem. You know what the bigger problem is? The bigger problem is these kids get get degrees, and they just want to walk out of college, and they want to get the job where they're making like, $250,000 right, a year. Right. They don't, they, they don't, they don't want to work from the bottom. They, right. they don't want to walk in, oh, I'm only making forty grand. Fuck that. That's bullshit. I'm going to vote for Bernie now because I want more money. That's why they're all they, protesting they, Wall Street. Yeah, that's, look, that, look at, that's the whole look at, fucking... Look at, this, look at the self-glorification that the world has become to, where it used to be, you know, anything... Like, if I had to talk to you and you didn't answer your phone, I drove to your house, for Christ's sake, before I lost my life. But nowadays, you know, it's all instant gratification. You have People get mad if they don't have enough likes on their fucking Facebook post. People get mad if nobody's retweeting their tweet. It's, it's all instant gratification. No, nobody, pretty much from the age 25 and below, has any real concept of what it's like 
to work for a fucking thing. You don't even work for your high school diploma anymore. They pretty much hand it to you because of this common core bullshit. Make them all pass. Make everybody equal. You don't even yeah, work for a fucking high school diploma. You sit in class and, and, and let's, you're handed... And let's just, no, you're right. And let's just mention that that good bar's got straight A's and got his high school diploma. Let's just mention that. He worked very hard and he, and he achieved it. <laughs> I was in the working field. I was I was in the working field while you were still a senior in high school. Uh, dude, yeah, you were the only How freshman. old were you when you were a freshman? You were the only goddamn freshman that drove a car. Dude. That's true too. But you might your, I don't mean, your senior year, I was working for Rockaway Betting delivering truck delivering mattresses in New York City illegally because I wasn't eighteen at the time. But they no, put me in the you, truck anyways. Uh, Dave, don't and get me wrong, man. Days. I mean, may have just ripped you, but you, you were always a hard worker. You, you, you're, you're, you're always working. You're always oh, absolutely. Cash. He's always working. No, you're always working. So Now, if I didn't answer my phone and that meant Goodbar is going to come to our house, then I would take that. <laughs> <laughs> Drive to our house right now. No, you can't. I'm sick. Are you going to be sick? This is so funny. My doctor tells me. He's like, okay, so you need to be on this medicine for 20 days. Absolutely no alcohol. Like, dude, since the time I turned 13, I haven't gone 20 days total without drinking. And you're telling me I got to go 20 straight. Wow. Yeah, it's so not day five. Or, no, I'm on day five. I haven't touched alcohol since Monday night. What about bath salts? You try bath salts? <laughs> so I, th- I thought about it, but <laughs> so I haven't found a face I want to eat yet. Let, let, let me ask you a question. Let's get off the bath salts for a second. I know that's your favorite thing, but like, if you like, who, who would you rather the Republicans? Because uh, uh, obviously, uh, you know, from from your discussion here, uh, you're leaning more towards the Republican way. Um, who who would you rather the Republicans run against, Hillary or Bernie? It it, it would depend on the candidate. It would depend on the Republican candidate. Trump. Uh, I mean. If it's Hillary, all you have to do is attack Hillary on Hillary. Hey, Hillary, Benghazi. Hey, Hillary, Walmart. Hey, Hillary, Whitewater. Hey, Hillary. You know, like, the list goes on and on. Emails. You know, like, you could go attack her on so many different levels. Whereas, hold on a second, Nicole just walked. Wait, what? Nicole just walked. Oh, you okay? Um, sorry, sorry about that, as I'm on the radio interrupting you. you um, if it's Bernie... I mean, Ted Cruz would fucking destroy Bernie, destroy him on his socialist values and everything else. And let's not mm-hmm. forget all these idiotic fucking college kids that are like, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders. Years ago, Bernie Sanders was denied by the Democratic Party because he came out as a socialist. And they're like, whoa, that's way too extreme, bro. No, back up. But now we have this pansy-ass, <laughs> pussyfoot society that's like, oh, socialism, de- de- uh, Democrat, they go hand-in-hand, fuck it, let them run. But Bernie Sanders was denied by the Democratic Party that all these fucking retards are all proud to, like, jerk off as they register as. Right, right. No, I know, I know. No, you, you definitely but have a good point. Cruz, Cruz would fucking destroy, fucking destroy Bernie head-to-head in a debate. Trump? Trump would have a lot of harder of a time, not because of the things that we as intelligent people and voters call facts, but because of the mm-hmm. things that Democrats call opinions. Bernie would sit there and just say, Wall Street, Wall Street, Wall Street. And Trump, <laughs> and yeah, Trump, Trump would be like, I have a great business. I have great people. This is a great state, and I make a great business. And everyone would just hear Wall Street, income inequality, and free the blacks. Because I thought we did that over 200 years ago, but apparently I was fucking wrong. <laughs> That's all the Democrats I, would hear. Trump versus Bernie. I you Trump, know what? 
You, you know what I think is amazing now that you, you take like, uh, you know, when capitalism was first formed, uh, you know, one of the things was, uh, you know, it, 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 you, you want to be the goal was to be successful, to be uh, rich, to be a CEO, to be this and that. And uh, when, you know, when, when you were that back in the day, even back in the 80s. Uh, you were considered like you, you're a hard worker. You you you, 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 be, you built your way from the top. Now those words are evil. If you're a CEO or, or you you made a lot of money or you're well off, those are now evil or racist or bad things. And I think that's why our country is going down the tubes. I think really that's you know um, totally redefining capitalism or making capitalism sound evil. Well, here's all, all these people. Let's get, let's go back to the, the democratic. Mind frame, right? And th- th- this, in and of itself, boggles my mind because it's simple fucking knowledge that that voter base doesn't seem to have. The banks are evil. Let's cut down on the big banks. Let's limit big big banks. Okay, answer that question. Why? What will that do? Ask a Democrat what cutting down uh, uh, like on the big banks will do, and they don't fucking know. Less regulation. No, actually, more regulation, more checks and balances, more accountability. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Let's attack the banks and the oil companies. Right, but the same fucking liberal attacking the banks and the oil companies sitting on their iPhone. Are they attacking how much money Steve Jobs was making as the president of, of Apple? No, because they, <laughs> they benefit from the technology. Are they are they right. attacking the CEO of or whoever's in charge of welfare checks and food? Checks? No, they're making money. That's taxpayer money paying those fucking salaries. And some of them make ridiculous amounts of money. They're not getting right. attacked. They, they don't attack the handouts and the convenience. They attack big business, oil, and all that, because that's what they're told the evil is. Now, do, do the oil companies right. have more money than anybody else? Yeah. No. But, yeah. but I mean, like, it just, they don't, they, it, it, only if a Democrat on CNN, speaking of which, they never attack Ted Turner, if somebody on CNN says oil company or big bank, they're all fucking over it. But they're not all over any other like, walk of life. Not technologies, not luxuries, not it, 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 they, they fly to other countries to be conscientious objectors and save the rainforest and all that. Do you see them picketing the uh, CEO of Delta? No. <laughs> it, it, so, so, as long as it caters to you and panders to your personal belief system, it's fucking evil. But if you can benefit by it, like, why not? They're not attacking the rich, they're attacking a small minority of the rich who happen to be richer than most, but not the point. No, I know. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Hey, listen, our, our, uh, our producer's cutting us off. We got to go because the, I guess the next <laughs> show's coming on. So, uh, but you know, goodbye. I appreciate you calling in. You, you have a lot of opinions. I, I agree with most of them. Some of them I don't, but uh, for the most part I do. And uh, thank you very okay. much for your two cents. I'm voting for Trump because he's not politically correct. That's the only reason he's not a pussy <laughs> and he's not politically correct. <laughs> all right, nice. So that's all I got. People talk to over that. All right, but thanks a lot. Good bar. Uh, feel better with your chat. Get calculate, chat, chat, count chocolates. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you very much. All right. Love you guys. Later. All right. All right, folks. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Um, next week, who do we got, Cass? Uh, next week, we've got Ryan Geist Brewing Company out of Cincinnati, Ohio. We've also got, um, I don't fucking remember. Uh, off the top of my head because I just got totally thrown off with this whole show. So um, <laughs> just check our Twitter because I'll let you guys know. Yeah, but, but Ryan, Ryan Geist, Geist is the big definitely one. on. Ryan some beers. I'll be back for the beer test next week. And uh, thank you very much for listening, folks, and uh, drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.
I could have not been here, to be honest. I did nothing. You...